From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur, and... It's Cat Daddy, and I finally watched this show. Yay! Cat is on the platform. Woo! Can't wait to see what she has to say about this chaotic fucking ride. This show is chaos. You cannot really predict what's going to happen next. Um, and I do recommend y'all watch it, although I do have some issues. Um, and, uh, I just, mm, you know, Donald Glover be doing stuff, but also I cannot deny that he does have some talent. So you can't deny it, deny it. I mean, I, that is actual factuals. Before we go in and dive all the things, basically you can check this show out on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's seven episodes. Each episode is about 30, 35 minutes a piece. It is, what is all the things? Oh, my brain. Yeah, it's the scores right now before I get into the other stuff because I had a brain fart, but we're back. IMDb score 7.1 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomato score of 87%. Created by Janine Neighbors and Donald Glover. I feel like this show is like a solid eight. I have various feelings about Donald Glover's having their hands in there. Uh, but let me go ahead and read the internet, which McCall it before we start giving our spoiled thoughts because that's what the fuck yeah. we get. So, bum, bum, Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Alert. So we finna spoil it after I read this intro thing. So, an obsessed Houston-based fan goes, excuse me, goes to increasingly violent lengths for her favorite R&B singer. Um, and I'm leaning all the way in because I know the people are gonna fight me. I don't give a fuck. This show more so gave, it gave Barb's energy. It gave the energy of the Barb's more than it gave of Hive. Now, I know this was one Hive member that uh, was, you know, just real crunk, real crunk. Uh, but also like, woo, I do think that this falls into that realm of horror that I tell you that we watch, but I'm like, I really don't watch on purpose, like at mm-hmm. all anymore, like a true crime situation. Yeah. This, If you are a fan of the show Atlanta, you might be a fan of this show, this particular show. This feels like yeah. a spinoff episode, kind of like the Teddy Perkins episode was a spinoff wow. situation. This is like if they 
they took a Teddy Perkins episode and expounded on it. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. But if again, if you do like Atlanta, I think that you would like this. But also, I think this is worth the watch because there are some masterful shots. There's some 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 dope shit that they did in there. Also, I think it's a fucking ride. It's a ride. I also am with you on the eight. It's about a solid eight. It's like an eighty-seven on Rotten Tomatoes or some shit. Like yeah, it's, it's around. It's high and then a seven on IMDb. And I think you know I'm right in the middle, an eight. And I'd recommend this. Although, don't watch this with the children. It's lots of dicks and titties and Ooh, stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. lot of everything. I'm like, child, I know they couldn't have showed this shit on TV. It's oh, definitely giving HBO soft section after 10 o'clock. It's, uh, in some portions, it's giving real sex. We're I'm two like, seconds away from insertion. I'm I was like, in. hey, ho. Like, and well, then as soon as the show starts, I was like, oh, my God. These back shots oh. are loud. But also, as soon as we dive in, I'm also like, it's there's red flags smacking us in the face as soon as we hit play. I will say what I do like is how it's how the show is spoon fed to us, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's set up is we're going through the story with Dre and Marissa and how things are working out with them. And then midway through slash, well, two thirds of the way in of the entire story, we're flipped upside down, like as the viewer. We're just like, yeah, so all them people that you were following in the beginning, like, it's kind of like an episode of American Horror Story. Um, Roanoke. Twi- spoiler Spoiler for wow, Roanoke. yeah. All them people we wouldn't follow in the beginning. Caprice, Caprice, baby. They are actors. They are, this is a reenactment. Let me show you what the fuck is really going on. I'm like, whoa, excuse me, bitch. What is going on here? I clocked the queer undertones as soon as the show press play. Like, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I'm not really sure what's happening. Happening. And we're like, so we're not going to go beat for beat by each episode because that'd be that bitch will be here all day. But it's some real heavy, heavy undertones in the show overall outside yes. of, you know, somebody is getting crunk with the murder. Yeah. So we've already said spoiler. We're about to get into some of these themes. And since you talked about the queerness, I wanted to talk about that as well because at the beginning you know they're close and when you get into that true crime episode i believe it's like episode five or six probably five and that we're following that cop and she's like oh talking to the a mom and she's like they were together all the time and he you know the dad just didn't understand that there's this closeness between girls and it doesn't mean that they're funny and here's the thing Mm -hmm. and i know exactly the terminology Mm -hmm. you know when you get a little too close to your friend or your parents see that that friend could be queer because that you know happened to be when i was younger when my friends a lot of my friends are just queer bro like (laughs) that was just how it panned out most of my friends are queer so when i was in middle school my friend was queer and she told me that she was queer so i ain't care but my cousin was there and my cousin was like yep she's queer and my mom was like oh yeah they can't stay in your house no more y'all can still be friends but we can't spend the night because i'm like girl what you think we're gonna be doing Lame. Coochies? what's going on girl Lame. what you think the, the gay just gonna rip off on me because that's how you, like, you just you sit real close you, just, you go catch yeah, the gonna, gay yeah if i just sit next to her i'm gonna do we've been friends for years like i've never <laughs> we're still friends um <laughs> So, I'm fucking dead. Um, girl, you can't I, st- we can't stop being friends. Sorry, girl. There, there's just, it's so, but here's the thing, right? When we're t- we're meeting Dre, we're meeting Marissa. The first thing I think is, okay, because you talk, you hear Dre and I'm talking about, and Marissa's played by Chloe Bailey. And you hear them exchange words like sisters. And I was like, is they really sisters or they cheetah girl sisters? Like, and I kept asking that same question. Like, is y'all sisters like sister, sister? Or are we going around the world, Paula Vita, cheetah diva? Like, what kind of sisters are we you my sister or you my sister like sister like that's what i'm saying you've been on my mind like like, what's going on and but um and i think this again when we see because episode one so much happened in the first fucking episode when i was done i was like baby that's episode one and that was only 30 minutes child well we see that thing by the end of the first episode, Lots of so, yeah, the sister that we're talking about, that sister's dead. It seems that, you know, trigger warning, Jasmine. she may have committed suicide, I think. And because Dre wasn't answering her phone because they just had a fight. And not only they just had a fight, Dre is out partying and took the new album that came out. She, I feel like the music just takes a hold of her. And she's just like, yeah, we should dance. This confidence she never had, she gets from Naja in her music. So... She wake up, her phone or die. She waking up with all these things. It's like we see it, strawberries and dicks. I'm not even. It's a lot going on. Yuck. I won't want none of them strawberries, bro. Dre didn't eat none of them strawberries. She was Which, like, "You got a bathroom? 
<laughs> the penis was playing peekaboo behind the glass in between the strawberries, and I was blown because it was like, whoop, whoop. and strawberries look fresh I was too. Like, is this a white strawberry? No, it's not a strawberry. All That's right. a penis. That's a. Did like. I consent to this? Was this in the terms and conditions? Yes, we hit play, motherfucker. That yeah. Bam, oh right? We the first time. And I mean, this is that kind of show. We saw the back shots of the first Like, they're not shy about sex here. And that's We're going to see it. And I, but I was not By expecting the strawberries. right mm. in front of my salad. Mm. Mm. And also, I'm thinking, like, could you imagine having a one-night stand with somebody and you get up the next day and, like, the motherfucker got they did. But the only thing that's keeping the dick away from the strawberries is this little flimsy piece of glass. <laughs> Why is the strawberries in your crotch? This is yeah, not sexy like, time. Girl. What's happening? It's breakfast. Also, you know that I know Ew. that I'm not kink shaming, but I, I don't. Food and sex for me are separate things. Okay, they're just separate things because there's a lot of juices and there's a lot of things. There's a lot of crevices. Right. I'm okay. I'm just okay, guys. You know, if that's I, you're into that cool. Me personally, fair. That makes sense. Me but personally. this is why I said yeah. it's now in my mind. You have presented as breakfast and not even a freaky breakfast. I mean, yeah, you make it, but you could just you know kind of like out like. You just, know how you just watch hand this. her the bowl. Damn, okay, just have a dick too. out. Like, just... Right, because, you know, people are like, ooh, this sexual. They're naked. No, niggas be naked. Like, they're naked. That's what's up. But, like, the strawberry shouldn't be that close to your pubes. That's what I'm saying. Like, just be naked, bro. Like, just... You're butt-ass naked. You walked over there. We, was ch- we clearly seen your butt when you was ch- over there chopping those strawberries. Okay. Just be naked. Okay? Mm. Just... Yeah, I didn't know I was going to see Rory Culkin's uh, penis. I didn't know that was happening. I know Sheree told me, but I was... <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Woo! I was like, suck that. Um, but there's a scene where, um, you know, we see Marissa's arm, her left arm, because at this point yeah. we know that she's tried to harm herself before. And there's a part where Dre, who we later find out her name is Andrea, surprise, surprise, but Dre is like kissing her arm. And the way that she's kissing her arm, it's like, like I'm trying to like make it feel better, but it's also very passionate. Either or, it's very passionate. It's not like sultry, but it's like, there's some love in it. And she's like, well, you don't have to do that every time you see it. And again, I'm leaning in and I'm like, what kind of sister relationship is this? Like, did I miss something? And and I'm glad that they piece this together because they don't dig too much on it. You don't get Dre's backstory for referral. You don't really get Marissa's backstory because I still have the question mark up because I'm like, okay, same thing. Are they sisters? Are they sisters? Are they sisters? Because we know, unfortunately, Marissa mm-hmm. unalives herself. Well, that too, because that, that makes sense later. It comes up like, in the past. Okay, but before we got there, I was like, okay, they friends. This is a half sister. Maybe this is a side baby that we have. You know, I, I'm, I'm, baby, I'm front and board, piecing it together with my whiteboard and the marker, and so I'm in the, the string to tether everything together. But then, um, you know, like I said, Marissa, she and you, and when we're reading the text, because when the phone comes back on, and we see that, you know. When she's dying, clearly she's dying because she's, you know, she's she OD'd. And I'm just like, one, holy shit, this escalated. Like, this fucking escalated. Um, I know, I feel like we got tossed into a situation because I'm trying to figure out, like, how often are y'all, like, is was Marissa always just on the edge like this? Push me to the edge? Like, because it felt like this one thing pushed her over. Like, I know it was because of Khalil... Um, you know, fucking her one day and then, you know, Dre telling her Khalil tried to, you know, cheat on her with her mm-hmm. and she's cheating on you. Like, she's like, girl, you shouldn't be with him. Like, he's cheating on you. And I'm just like, I know you're trying to make it. I know you're trying to get out the retail. I know you were sick and tired of covering this whole rent by yourself. But I don't know. Like, did it just feel like it escalated so quickly for you too? Or was I just tripping? It escalated quickly because I know she answered the phone or whatever, but I didn't think it was going to go that far. And then she was like, it was the album influenced her because she's also a stay. So it's like when they talk about like later on in like episode three, where she's the beginning of the episode is like, did not just the best in anybody who doesn't mm-hmm. listen. And I'm like, no, nah, she was on that shit too. They're connected in that way. And then when you learn that they're both sensitive, that's why they protect each other. And they probably mm-hmm. latch on to some of the same things and that music fueled them in the same way because of some of their, you know, sensitivities or personality. Like, mm-hmm. it was easy for them and it, it just fueled them in different ways. For hers, it it really fueled up that sadness. And she couldn't reach out to her support and we learned later she didn't bang with her dad either so she definitely wasn't really going to call home. That's why she didn't have it. And Naja then fuels Dre with rage 
and power, like, and confidence. So it's like they fuel them in different, she fuels them in different ways. But I was like, mm-hmm. Mm. Also, they're one of their favorite songs. I don't know if Marissa and Dre shared the same Naja song. I can't remember if I if I clocked that or not. Um, but I know that when we think about throughout the show, um, various characters that Dre come encounters points out like, oh, um, you the song you like is a real sad song, and she's like, that's my favorite. And I like I was like, damn, this is not. We never gonna beat the allegations. <laughs> We're never going to beat the allegations, girl, stuff. Um, I just thought also it was really fucked up where we see Dre, because, you know, Dre discovered Marissa's body when she comes home from the nightcap after the club. And she's like, you know, basically thinking they made up because, okay, something that's real cool that we see, like, we already know we're struggling to pay the rent. Ooh, ah, ah, capitalism's beating our ass. But Dre has a really good idea that for Marissa's birthday, she wanted to take her to see Najee. And the only person that knew about it was uh, Marissa's boyfriend, Khalil. I wanted to punch Khalil in the face because Dre had told her, hey, you know, this will be, this is what I'm going to do. I want to take her out. I feel like we're going to have a real good time because, you know, we both, we, this is what we want to do. And so Miss Mamas gets a credit card. Gets, I don't know how she's able to get this high ass limit, but she immediately maxes that bitch out for them credit for them um for them tickets. And Good I was seats. just like, floor seats to the front. Hey, okay. She you know, did she put it on Clarna? Like, what did you do? Like <laughs> That's wild. I'm like, girl, you y'all should have just went in the back. I would I know those we seats are great. But y'all are such fans that being there would have been great. Y'all would have still had a good time. She says she has to blow a bag. And I I know that this is supposed to be a... It, it doesn't even say, like, if it's like a... it's like it's, We know it's like a parody, but it also says in the intro cards, like, if it seems like this is really similar to a certain particular person and or group, it's intentional. And I'm like, oh, okay, well... Damn, all right. Ha, 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 like... JK like, you paid the rent. You could have paid the rent with that card. Like you was okay. doing all of that. You could have logged in and paid the month of the rent and everybody would have been happy. You could have paid right. the month of rent and still got the tickets further in the back. We could have did both. But what pissed me off was even though she was going to do this really like balls to the wall as choice. Like I don't necessarily agree with the section she purchased, but I definitely understand being in the room. It was fucked up because she told the boyfriend about it. And I feel like the boyfriend purposely picked a out-of-town trip for Marissa to go to on the same weekend. Because he was the only new sh- the only person who knew she was going to the concert. Because she was like, don't tell her because, you know, I've been behind on the rent. But also, like, I wanted to surprise her with this. And then next thing you know, she comes back and goes, oh, he's taking me out of town to Atlanta for the birthday. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, you dirty bitch. And I also wonder if it's because he pushed up on her and she was like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Oh, she immediately shut it down. And he started, I knew, okay, I knew things were going to get weird when we see the scene where Khalil and Marissa, they fucking in the other room and Dre walks by and she's watching. And when he's looking at her, like he doesn't stop. He's still, you know, they're still engaging in coitus and Marissa don't see nothing. You know, she's, she's, she's turned to the wall and, but. They're, you know, Dre and Khalil locking eyes. And at this point, I'm also like, okay, Dre likes to watch. There's more than two Dre watching. I don't think she's watching Khalil at all. I think she's looking over like, oh, he's here. Like, you know, he's in the room. Like, this is it. Like, you know, it's like kind of like when you're yeah. watching porn. Like, oh, I mean, you're here. But that's also, I'm just like, are you just taking in the scene? Is this something more? I don't think jealous? this is like. Crank, I definitely some jealousy because I don't think this is like a fantasy of theirs. They're just like, they're not touching themselves. They're not doing anything. They're just standing in the doorway and they eventually like, mm, and then walk off. But now Khalil thinks like, oh, well, this is an open door because maybe she on that freak type shit. And it's just so nasty the way he's talking to her. Like, you know, oh, you need to feel, I'm, you filling out that cherry pie. And I know you a virgin and you ain't got to be a virgin for long if you don't want to. And I, my skin was crawling. Also, why are you in my business? What you know what? Why are you all in my pussy boy? Like, what, you, what, we, what we doing? Why, also, how do you know that I'm a virgin? Because it seems like they don't have a lot of conversation Marissa. so i'm like damn why the fuck you you telling him because she's telling like all her personal business he knows all her personal business because the girl be trapping and i think like that i think that's also fucked up because i definitely understand you you're venting right like you think you're confiding in your partner and your your partner's not solid so uh, so we're gonna go there but like you think you're venting in them and they coming back and you telling them all the girl business he and he's got his own ulterior motive he want to fuck everybody he want to belong to the world 
He's him and, and his friends. Think, and I don't even think him messing with Dre is what she was mad about. She probably found out about something else. I agree. Was like, wow. I agree. So that's what's just like, I, I ooh, just ooh, ooh. I hated everything about Marissa's family booting Dre up out the funeral because they blame uh, Dre oh. for the death. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Like She wasn't even there. And at first, I thought it was like, maybe they were... Of course, they blamed her, but then also I was like, mm, I don't like your outfit. Because I was like, not y'all being rude. Because she got a freaking dress on. She had a good looking outfit for the funeral. She could have looked at the jacket sat in the back. Y'all ain't had to do nothing. But also, damn, you let her pay her respects. Period. Um, I, I definitely... And here's what also, like, immediately, because they kept zooming, like, when she comes in and she finds Marissa, if my first thought was, I hope this baby didn't disassociate, and we missed it. Like, I literally ran the scene back, like, anything that might have indicated, like, she was doing something else, or maybe being at the club was, a like, a facade. I was like, no, 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 that, that really happened. So, th- once again, back to my question, like, oh, my God, this escalated so quickly because she didn't answer this phone for you this one time. Like, I definitely understand maybe her... Sp- and to your point, they might be two sides of the same coin because you spending all your time worried about Dre. Marissa may also not be 100% okay. She's definitely not because this escalated so quickly. Dre didn't answer the phone this one time and yeah, we're like, done. Like, for real, bro? You couldn't call nobody else? Like, and she came home that next morning. Like, she came back. She was going to come back, first of all. And then also, like, I know you're probably guilt-written because you telling Dre, I'm about to move up with my man. I'm about to do all this other stuff. I don't have nothing to do with you. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ultimately sad all the way around. Um, And Dre decides to get Khalil up out of here. And immediately, I knew this was the type of show I needed to be tuned into. Because at this point, it just seems like, okay, great, we're in a scripted drama series and this is where we, somebody's on the revenge path because they're, you know, their friend or their lover friend is no longer here anymore. They they, they may they have even been known that they was lover friends. They could have just been a friendship and, you know, you just love somebody throughout time. Um, and this is it. Especially when we get to the second episode and we see how this escalates. I was weak because at the second and third when we start getting into... um. When, of course, we've skipped town now. And I was like, okay, so we Clearly. dance now. Gotta we leave. dance, we get it to, but we're dancing to real sad and dramatical songs. Mm-hmm. Outfit cute, though. Outfit was amazing. Yeah. Also, just real quick, I want everyone to know that when they was moving that furniture out, they was moving that shit out. She was on it. They was like, get it, this too, ma'am, please. Nothing, everything was, um, everything was Marissa's. Nothing was hers, for real, for real. So... She had nothing left. That so that's so she was, yeah. But yeah, she was in there doing all the interpretive. I literally says I have interpretive dance and also breakfast special question mark, question mark, question mark. Cause the dude came in there asking for the breakfast, but like a coffee or some shit. And I was like, Hey, yo, what? <laughs> is this hey. a, you just wake up. This is what's up. All Good right. Morning. It's nine o'clock. I'm about to pull up into the strip club. I see some cat. In I got $4. How far can it go? Dollar on the train. And she out here, she's dancing, and the girls are making fun of her in the back because she's dancing to the sad songs. And they're like, girl, if we're trying to get to the money, like, we we need we need you to do some things. Like, you need, if you're trying to get to the cash, you need to go ahead and, and not play these songs. And, of course, she's like, how can Naja not be your favorite artist? Like, she's, I play these songs because I love these songs because they're amazing. And that's just facts. And the other dancer's like, I like your songs. And immediately I knew mm-hmm. that she was going to get weird. Just how she, like, every, I don't know. Dre no, brings the weirdos out. And she does. Because um, it's, I like your songs, yeah. Because you're a weirdo. Like, yeah, them, these songs are nice, but we're at a fucking strip club. And you know what it is. And we're in, like, Atlanta. Like, we're in Georgia, bro. Like, or t- we're in the South. Shake some ass, okay? She does, you know, she still plays the Dodger songs. But she finds the ones that, <laughs> where she can pop it to. Because she does start getting to the money. And, be, you know, she takes the yes. advice. Um, but that's after that white girl pulls up on her. And it's like, just, it invades her life. Just like. Which was wild as fuck. I figured it was going that way. But like you said, she started getting to dance moves after she gets the white girl out the way. Because at first she gets her abuser about the way. Love to see it. And then I think the girl was just coming on a little too strong. And now she's like, I got to get you about the way too. Because you know too much. I'm sorry. Yeah. And also she was like, we could go to Canada. We could do this. Mm -hmm. How much money you have saved up? Oh, fuck you. 
Good night. So into the whole both of you hoes go. And then one I love about this club that all kinds of different body types not only work at this club, are being pushed to the front while working to this club and are getting the back while doing so. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I am also... Um, when they go and they do an off-site party, like Dre is the driver and you got X Mayo, who's the other dancer, who's real cute. And then you got the other girls and they get to the party and I'm like, please God, I hope this don't go like Junior's bachelor party because everything is good. Oh my God. Girl, did you think that too? Cause I was scared. I was scared about what was going to happen. And then I thought about who they got driving the car. And I said, it's only going to get but too wild for some of y'all because Dre finna walk up out of here. Like, Dre's going to walk up out of here. But I was hoping it didn't go that way, but it easily could. And said, no, the party actually wasn't even, it was all right. Even even Dre made some money. She's like, I'm not, I'm just going to look. I'm going I'm, I'm to keep, yeah. And I'm just going to eat. Fastest and one stack ever. A rack. I, she just sat there and ate her food and I was like girl I don't even know if I want to eat that because his particles is in the air but get to your bag bitch like do whatever she's this murdering very... people and eating snacks she, she killed somebody ate power blood on her hands that was a scene that was a scene um, mm, yeah and I she does I did like how one because we find out from this part of the movie like shortly afterwards um that Dre is running a Hive stand account or a Hive account. And, you know, she's in the comments looking to see who's talking shit because she's not yep. about this keyboard warrior shit. She about to bring that smoke to your house. And I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. And Absolutely. so she pulls up on the dude because she was asking about him in the beginning um, when the other, the other guy came to the club. And so they... Honk? Yup. And, you know, he happens to save the girls after they came back from the party. So when they, you know, they're thinking, she's like, oh, I'm about to go use the bathroom. Now, this is one thing that the scene that made sense to me. The girl, Dre, tells the other girls in the car, I'm going inside because I'm going to the bathroom. Everybody's like, all right, cool. We about to get out of here. I like that because Dre was gone for a little too long, everybody and their mama came back in that bitch to see what the fuck was going on. Now, Dre was trying to kill old boy in the house. But unfortunately, it looks like she was being assaulted. So, and of course, you know, she's gone for too long. So the girls come back like, oh, hell no. What the fuck's going on in here? I like that we got to see that. Because usually in situations, we see that somebody's gone too long and no, everyone doesn't know what happened to them or whatever. No, like we had a group of people who off, off camera were probably sitting in the car like, that bitch been gone for a look. She said she was going to the bathroom. It don't take that long Let's to go all bathroom. go. Let's mm -hmm. all see what's up. Because yep. also, we know what situation we're in. This is a woman going in here by herself to this yep. man. We do not know like that. We don't know what could have happened. And he were giving us tequila and all this. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. And also, they they work at a strip club. But they've probably seen the worst of men. You know? Because the worst amount of men when you see come in contact with men who do not respect you. And there are a lot of men who do not respect women who dance or people who do, you know, participate in sex worker things. So as soon as they come to you, they go treat you. This is, this is, this is the real them, you know, when you see these guys. So it could be very easily she's saying no after he'd have pushed up on them and he'd have fixed the car for free. So then it's like, mm. it's not for free. You know, like, oh, you owe me or something. Mm. And I also liked that that girl had that thing on her. They, she yes. shot that nigga. Was like, yeah, is he dead? But is he dead though? Like, all right, let's just go get the fuck up out of here. You know, and it was like, run his pockets because fuck that nigga. Yep. And well, Dre left them. I feel like Dre should have dropped them off at least because they weren't gonna tell. No, they weren't they gonna weren't. tell. They were but also. I, like I think she's so used to being on the run. She like, bitch, I Jack don't see no cuz. I would have dropped them off. You would have never seen me again. You right. You're right. And then also just to go ahead a little, like go, going to, into the future a bit, them girls held on to Dre or Carmen's secret for a long time. They did not mm. snitch right away. Mm -mm. They did not. And I'm just like, wow, this shit is wild. Um, after this, like, you know, she's still on the run. She's still doing all kinds of stuff. We see that. Um, Dre finally gets, I like how it's called Taste. And every little title uh -huh. for each episode kind of yeah. gives you, you know, a little snippet. Like the first one is, you know, um, Stung. Stung. The next one is Honey. Third is Taste. Um, and in, in this episode, she gets a taste of being close 
to nausea. Like it actually happens. Um, I'm also screaming because um, <laughs> what I, first what I write in my notes, it opens with a killing. And then also like, I was like, she keeps writing videos of her friend. Oh, I, as the story goes on, we see that Dre still has connections to Marissa. She's got the other phone. She finds the phone in the closet in episode one while it's plugged up. So baby girl was hurting herself and plugged her phone up in the closet. So I'm like, how can she get in contact with Okay. Um, and so that's the first thing. So she gets her phone so even she can text herself from the phone and make it seem like she's having a mm-hmm. conversation with Marissa. Yikes. Um, wow. Yeah, really scared about that. Then she's constantly like going to her blog, going to her Twitter page, looking at old blog videos of her, like of them together doing shit. And you see this happen a lot. And I'm just like, okay. Wow. Okay. Like, okay, you're creating a reality that's... Not there. If she's moving video laughing like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, um. Help. Help. And then also we see that, you know, once again, she's about that. I'm trying to get to Nigel. So she finesses her way, links up with this guy. This was a really, um, and this is where you can tell that, you know, Donald Glover is right and be jumping out because it's always some weirdo shit sometimes. And then dude had that like sexual fetish thing with the chips and the food, even though he wasn't trying to eat the food. And I was just like. He was like, this could never happen again. I was like, okay, this seems... Also, she was just in his house, and this went way better than I was also have. really nervous about her being in this man's house, especially with him yes. watching her in the corner. And I'm like, he getting sexy with the food. He getting sexy with her. I don't really know what's going on. I, I'm scared. Hell. And now he thinks this is a thing. They vibing. He done took her ass to the concert backstage so everybody can link up. And she locked him in the fridge with the cake. And... Uh, I'm like, they have to go in there. Like, the case in there. They have to go in there. But she eventually gets close to Naja and her sister, who <laughs> who apparently makes, especially like Salon, so she makes like other kind of music that Dre is not into, into, into at all. But also, I think this is supposed to be a nod to the alleged uh, Tiffany Haddish mm, Biden Beyonce situation. And I know this is like not not supposed to be about Beyonce, but you see a probably like, oh, she bit Nasha, like she bit her in the club when she thinks she eating the fruit mm-hmm. and you really ate allegedly, her. Allegedly, um, allegedly. Because yeah, we don't know who uh, supposedly bit Beyonce if that happened or that didn't. We don't know. that, But allegedly. that was a whole internet thing of people just naming. It. it was a hashtag of who bit Beyonce. <laughs> people i bet it was such and such they look like they bite people i'm like oh but they 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 let it down who was at the brunch they was i was like not y'all pull up the guest list and shit this is it girl girl and then it just yeah no because it keeps going up from here and they like i like how we weave stuff in it but also i'm sitting there like this does not seem like this this um these group of folks, like I expect this from another hive of folks. I'm just going to say that out loud. Um, but things continue to get weirder. And I want you to know that when we get to this next part of the show, I knew some shit like this was bound to happen. Especially like, you know, she's on the road again. We see some, and as every episode goes on, like episode four is running scared. Dre befriends some white girls. I'm crying. <laughs> first of all, here's the first thing I think on some not funny shit. Well, they're in the um the little the little diner, and the white woman tries to be her friend. And my first thing is, I see this one black woman with all these white women. Run, black woman, run! Because I think of that case. You're in danger. Mm-hmm. Where that with them all them white women. Uh, and imagine that woman died for kind of rest in peace to that young lady mm-hmm. there. But you know, all of a sudden she was the only one that died at the party. This is a scam. Two paired with one. I see a bunch of white women. Y'all talking about y'all going to Bonnaroo after that police was trying to follow her and all this other shit. And I'm just sitting up here like, girl, mm. something about these bitches is off. I don't think yep. you're making it to Bonnaroo, and it's giving cult. And guess what? Cult. It was a nod on that cult. That that young lady was running. Mm. Mm-hmm. Got Billie Eilish in here. What's your real name? You hypnotize the bitches and shit. I'm like, oh no. They got, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. You gotta leave. They got you out here in nature. And I feel like she hears the show going on. Like, they meditating or some shit. And she's like, bitch, the show is happening. You told me to give me tickets. The show is happening right now. She literally has to go through and kill it. Pretty much hit it. Kill everybody. She killed Lita. And the other girl bashed her head in the door and drives there, and it's over. Oh, pissed. 
Girl, the f- I wrote in my notes the fact that it's like I- I'm weak at women's empowerment group because she was like, "Who are you? Oh, we're a women's empowerment cult. group." I wrote in all caps. It's a cult. It's a cult, bitch. It's a cult. It's a cult. This is a cult. Y'all see some shit like it's giving cult. I think this is a cult. This is a cult. Run, bitch. Run, bitch. Run. Now y'all all stuck with y- you got a wild bitch that has entered the chat in a room full of wild bitches. What's about to happen? I. But I love that she was able to get the cult about the way because absolutely not. Yeah. Bye, mm. girl. Mm. And I'm crying because the next episode is called Girl Bye. Where Dre tries she's to get her phone the run. And then she tried to get, uh, well, she tried to get the girl phone. The girl, daddy cut the phone off. The Marissa phone. So now she can't text no more. Mm. I mean, I mean, unless you, you're kind of in a um, Wi-Fi. Yeah, Wi-Fi. But, you know, she's like, all right, well, I can't do this. I guess she pretty much ends up back at marissa's house which girl what are we doing what are we doing what is what the fuck is going on here and i at this point in the show i have a lot of questions the first of all throughout the show there's a lot of new faces there's a lot of familiar faces in storytelling and film and actors actors and things like that so i'm like okay we got an array of people here but also i'm just like this 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 show is leaving me with questions, bro. And immediately when you get to the house, like you know, some shit is off. You especially when you figure out, okay, cool, Dre about to stick up Marissa's parents. We were bound to come to this part of the story, anyways. You know, like all right, we're going back to where it all began. Let's go back to the root of the issue. Some shit that you clearly know something was going on with the parents, especially if you just got to the part about the funeral. Even if you forgot before that Marissa seemed to be like estranged from her family a little bit or a little weird. The relationship was not the best. Um, mm-hmm. The father come out trying to shoot her up because the mom was like, girl, whatever Ooh, beef shotgun. you got, you need to take that up with the daddy. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not turning that phone back on. You need to go ahead and talk to him. And um, I, one, while watching this, I know we're seeing this through Dre's perspective, I guess. That's the way we're getting Mm -hmm. the story. Because that's not really, really super clear later. Because there's a lot of different perspectives. But I thought it was interesting in the interview that the Detective Green had with the mom. From there, based to what we're seeing now. Like, the mom is completely different. Like, when she's telling the story, she makes... I know some time has passed since then. And she's talking like, you know, like, I feel really bad. There's a lot of remorse. There's a lot of X, Y, Z. But when Dre's talking to the mom then, she's just talking to her like she a fucking... Like, she clearly know her, but, like, she ain't nothing. Like, she's anybody. And once Mm -hmm. again, I'm like, are they sisters? Like, this is before we figure out what's going on. Like, what is going on with this relationship? She was like, she's my sister. Like, what the... I I was so angry and I also wanted to slap her in the face when she was talking to the green later because I couldn't tell, like, once again, is this Dre's point of view or is this really what's happening? Like, were you cold and dismissive in this hour too? This is just you? Or are you trying to save face later? Like, there's a reason why this person has this perspective of you. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, bitch, what? So you ain't innocent, bitch. No, 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 no. I mean, eventually Dre makes it out of the house. Daddy ain't killed her or whatever, but like we Barely. find out that, mm, that just it there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to this. We ultimately find out that Andrea Dre is adopted. Um, so yes, they are sisters. Um and it didn't really work out. Um, and we find out more when we also find out that this is a true crime retelling, which really fucked my brain up. And I'm we didn't really dive into it too a lot, but I am about 100% sure that the Detective Green is, re- is related to Andrea. I truly feel that in my spirit. Because I know when she was like, why do I feel beckoned? Why do I feel called to this story? Like, she looks like me. I don't think she made that. I think that that is her kin. She was like, what would her life be if we would have took her in? Like, look, you know, her story is just kind of sad because when she goes to the foster home and everything, you know, the lady's like, you know, things that happen and when trauma happens, like something really bad happened to that girl because when the mom is telling the story about what happened at the sleepover, she's like, I didn't mean to spill the milk or some shit like that. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Jasmine, when a classmate was retelling the story and wrote and said like, quote, 
this was like some freaky t uh, flowers from the attic shit. Bitch, I lean all the way in like, what the hell? The adoptive family is trash. Yes. Because y'all locked the girl in the attic. You might have not thought that, you know, she might have been 100% okay, air quotes. There might have been some behaviors that made him a little nervous. But ultimately, like, this is giving abuse, bitch. Like, what the hell is going on? You locked her away? Like a secret in the house because you had guests. And then the girl came downstairs like, and not only just that, like the dad and it's rooted in homophobia. Like you said before, he wanted to keep them separate because he didn't want the gay to rub off on her. Like, I'm just like, and the only reason why you find out they adopted her in the beginning was to collect a check. This family is rooted in grossness, baby. They are gross. And the only person that really gave two shits about her was Marissa. The only one. I screamed when they showed them old Tyler Show videos and Mamas was singing Redneck Woman. And I was like, please, no. <laughs> Why they do that to her? Why they do that? I don't like that. They let her sing that song? No. Child. No. Please. I... But I just felt for that baby so bad. Like, I want to see more about that. I was interested in that story. Like, I really feel like the person that was diving deep into the story was related to Andre. What you um, think? Yes. Andrea. I, I'm calling yeah, Andre. Well, well, they go by... Well, they go they by... They Tony now, Tony. Oh, Tony. Tony. And my Tony voice. And Tony living in their queer truth. Like, baby, and I love I'm that. here. I'm about to be out here. You which know, which for real for real tells beaches. me we were probably friends. There was a friendship, like sister love there, but I think she also loved that girl. Like me I too. think she I was in so. love with and her. And I think the dad could tell and the dad did not bang with that shit. And also she was probably real protective. And he was like, mm. it was a mixture. It was a lot of things, layer things that we didn't get. We got snippets of other people telling the story and kind of had to put those pieces together, which I'm not mad about. Um, but yeah, man, I'm like, mm, yeah. She she was that I think she she mm, that she loved her. Yeah, and, and I think they was abused too. I, more yes. I think there was more than just us finding out that they locked that girl in that closet on that birthday party. I mean, in that attic, you lock someone in an attic. Like I keep going back to that, and it was mm -hmm. wild enough for one of the guests to refer, like for you to go. This is a flowers in the attic situation, girl. What I if you have not seen flowers in the attic. I, I just say go ahead and watch it or read the book, and I'm just staring because I'm just like, oh shit! Get back to us <laughs> after you uh, do that. Mama cat, let me see that as a kid, and I wow, I saw that as an adult for the first time because of you. <laughs> this was just on, and she was watching it, and I was like, oh my god! Ooh. And no, seriously, we just doing my hair, and I'm like, please, <laughs> no, not you being in hell, being her brain can't even move. You just <laughs> fuck. I'm so scared because I'm just and I just and it, it just used to come on Lifetime all the time. It was just a regular like, but that's not a regular story. No. That's not a regular story, not at all. No. And I know that somebody's probably their horrific reality, but oh my fucking god, no, no. Um, I like the ending that we got for Dre. I know that we are all living in Delulu Land in the end. Storm that stage. Why? All I kept thinking is, why? You got this far. No. You could have just danced in the crowd. As soon as and you stand on the stage, you're going to jail. Because, girl, they're going to find that body in the parking lot. You killed someone at the concert. Then you tried to find love again and you killed your partner. You ignored that your partner said she was not a Nija fan from day one. Wow. Day one. And we come full circle and you blow a bag on front row tickets again. And again, it does not work out for you because you made this the same wound flave. You wow. instead of paying for the rent, you spent stacks on the concert and years have passed. So that means inflation got worse. Price of concert and went Listen. up. And Miss Mamas was like, What you spent on that car? Four four thousand dollars for front row? And I had to go ask my mom and daddy for money. No. Not your new bitch well, after you just met the family. No. Come on, Trey. She is or angry. Tony. Tony, get it Tony. together. And they like you. Everyone likes you. She likes you. If you could just get over the nausea thing. And if you would have went by yourself, I don't think she would have had no issue. No. Because you would have used half the money you spent on the fucking tickets for rent or whatever else in the house. Maybe those flowers you were trying to buy and the With cards car was declining. declining. 
Because whose cards did you have? You had a Family. new car every two weeks and a girlfriend don't even ask no fucking question. You so busy being in love, bitch. Someone said, well, you got a new car. It's been a month and your bitch didn't have three different cars. Question mark, question mark, She's question a scammer. mark. Scammer. Girl, what the f- and and they all got tags. Ain't nothing got paper. Mm. Lord have mercy. Uh I'm sorry, you're gonna start Googling people. I'd be like, let me see your ID. Yeah. So that's Google how we should have started. No, I will say, say that you say I like no, I'ma say cool. That you are you talking about that that glue on piece? I that like it. I, hair piece. I know no. I, I knew it no. was wig because this person had, had several hairstyles throughout the entire thing, but I think this was one of my favorite hairstyles. It was the fuckboy fade. I was a fan of the fuckboy fade. I liked the buns with the hair down, um, with and without the blood, but I was a fan of the fuckboy fade, especially when we decided to stand in our truth. And we had to change identities because I don't know, like, you know, this is how they always wanted to identify. They just like, baby, I got to be a whole new bitch today. She had to. She had to because... They ain't going to know it's me. I got to chop all my hair off just like at the end of Titan. <laughs> or uh, the fucking set it off. Baby, just gone. Okay, cool. This is a nice look. I was just thinking like, you know, we don't we don't have to be in the closet, but like we could definitely like, you know, still pull back and keep our secrets in the closet, not our, our queer identity. We don't have to show our whole her whole hand and expose the murderer real fast. Like we don't have to do that. We could be happy. But no, Miss Mama says she don't like the group. And this, I knew that, you know, especially when we see the detectives on the case, I knew that the detectives going to quickly put everything together because usually when people are engaging in when according to true crime because i don't know mm-hmm. myself but you know you watch a lot of true crime and people are en- engaging in melee activities with other people like that one-on-one mm-hmm. like you to get up on close to kill somebody like and they call they say like these are crimes of passion these are clearly crimes of passion whether it's about the the blatant direct disrespect of your friend the disrespect of your icon in your mind this legendary icon bad bitch throughout the times that has been yes. your beacon I love that, you know, and not even just that, like, there's still stuff in the air, like, did the girl grandma die, like, on their own, or did you kill did your she? grandma? And that's like, not been tormenting her the whole time. It was, in because they asked when's the first time you heard Dodger, and it was like, at my grandma's house. Hold on. But also, did someone, ab- like, the, the, the federal, the caseworker kept saying, so they kept saying something happened to her. And I'm not going to sit up here and play with y'all and drag this baby down because something happened to her and that's bigger than what you better going to be fucking understanding. And that tells us also, there's a lot going on to this character, this character's story, and all kinds of other pieces that have not been filled in for us. Like, yes, a lot of this is going on in Dre Tony's brain. Tony, I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep thinking about Catfish. <laughs> But, um, oh my god! I love this episode. Um, but there's a lot going on, and the the stuff that's happening in Tony's mind isn't all in Tony's mind. Like some of this shit is actually happening, and ultimately, like it's all rooted in trauma. There was this one or a few big bads that came in, and now like Nyjah is the trigger. Nyjah mm-hmm. is the 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 peace the and antidote, the relief, the drive, all the things, the gas, it's everything. And then the loss of her friend Marissa just amped all the shit up because she probably felt like at that time, Marissa was the only person that showed her true kindness that she felt like in comparison to everything else, like kindness, patience, love when people were just tossing Mm -hmm. her out. Like actually she felt like gave a shit about her. And once she lost her, like, baby, that's it. She also be neurodiverse. So like you're dealing with this trauma and you're neurodiverse and you trying to like navigate the world and- Mm -hmm. This is a lot, and they've drive, it's driven you to murder, girl. And it girl. works because you you begin what you want, so you are gonna keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, works. And I just I I feel like I, I'm pretty sure the ending that we got in the last episode only God makes happy endings. The episode before that was falling through the cracks, um, and then this one is only God makes happy endings. I truly believe that she is in the prison or she is dead somewhere. She's in the prison. I feel like um, she got after arrested. After she ran up on that stage. stage. Yep. Yep. Because in the real story, what you get in the episode before, that they're going to go talk to her in prison. She's been arrested for storming the stage. So you, they're not letting her free. They're not. Them, them fingerprints, Some something, something's going to line up. Something's going to line up. 
And she could be dead because if the strippers is in the same jail, they about to catch up with your motherfucking ass. Okay. They, they are definitely finna jump you um, because you, you got some explaining to do. Yeah, you you do fucked up and ruined their lives and stopped their bag. And now they're in jail because mm. of shit you And did. they was trying to well, help technically, you. They did all do some shit. But still, yeah, but also it, to your rescue. They you was trying to help you. Them off. You could at least drop them off and never spoke of the shit. That don't make no fucking sense, bro. That don't make no sense. Um, ultimately, I felt like this was a decent show. I felt like the runtime on each episode was a good little runtime. Um, I'm not too fussy. Donald Glover was in the room, but I'm like, this really was an Atlanta spinoff. Yeah. Um, and it really makes me want to know more about the other like weird episodes in Atlanta. And I'm just like, hey, where is this going? Um, this is not always funny. This is very scary. Just like I think Atlanta is a thriller. Um, yeah. Mm. It's not. It is. It's not always a key. Like, because you can always have funny moments, but there are a lot of like scary Stress moments. Feels. Yes. In that show, in this show, um, and in the writing. Like, I mean, yeah, they outside, you know, not to make this about Atlanta, but yeah, you know, we outside, we following Paperboy, but also like Paperboy and them be getting into some really sus situations. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff yeah. where you be like, um, is this character going to come out okay? Especially when you get to the second season. It's Robin season, and bad shit keeps happening to the characters damn near every episode. I, mm. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I haven't finished it later because it's stressful. Um, which is the, the so thriller. It's stressful. I'm going to watch it one day. Yeah. I definitely yeah. think, I truly think that this detective and um, Andrea are related. I really think that in my spirit, bro. I swear to God. Loretta Green mm-hmm. and Andrea Andrea Green. Mm-hmm. I really think that this is a link in the puzzle. Listen, I don't think this is a direct relative because you know they were talking about like the situation with the grandma because she mm-hmm. would have known if they had the same yeah. grandma. Unless yeah. this is something else, like maybe a side baby. Once again, mm-hmm. like a family secret, something, something. But I'm just like it's. There's a reason why she's like. I mean, outside, I just feel drawn to this. Nah, I think there's a reason why you're drawn to this, bro. But mm-hmm. I'm just re- I'm just here. I'm just we here just with the theories. Yeah. It could be there. But yes, Worm is pretty good. I'd recommend everybody watch it. Just don't be... There's nothing that can really prepare you for what you're about to see. Uh, hit play. Definitely check it out and let us know how, what you think and how you feel about it. I was satisfied with the ending. Although mm-hmm. the first time around, I was confused. But then when you, after you rewatch the six episode six and seven it's like mm-hmm. okay no 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 i see i see this makes sense now but no this is worth it well i want to see what y'all think about this like let us know grltspod.gmail.com yeah. yes come on email yeah pull up and girl that's scary pretty much anywhere to let us know how you feel about this thanks for tuning in this your first time hey thanks for not hey. forced closing the app we love that welcome thank you for everybody that came out to all of our like in-person events this month yeah thank you for everybody events. who like shared and retweeted and left fun comments and left questionable comments and left feedback <laughs> just <laughs> like whatever bitch but don't no, like Dead ass. Thank y'all. Like we we really could not do any of the things if nobody was press a play or doing all the stuff. Like yeah. we really appreciate it and you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, friends. Cheese. <laughs> and until <laughs> next time. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.